0: Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily.
1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Let's take a little time to check in with the Australian mission outfit called Redeemer Ministries. They have missionaries in two places, in Pakistan and in the Amazon, South America. Let's get an update on some developments in South America where missionaries have been reaching into jungle tribes in the Amazon. Stephen Downey is the co-founder of Redeemer Ministries. Stephen, welcome back to 2020.
0: Thank you. What a blessing it is to be with you.
1: Stephen, let's start with the Amazon. COVID has caused havoc there in the tribal areas where you've got your outreach.
0: Yes, well we were always hoping that it wouldn't get into the uh, jungle people but it has uh, affected the people and indeed the village where our missionary Gyro and his wife Sandra are in ministry have, have had to scatter and it has completely changed the whole character of the ministry that Gyro and Sandra had.
1: Gyro himself, he's been affected by COVID. He's on the recovery now, though?
0: Yes, he's uh, hes just waiting on his final medical report to be able to go back to the jungle. But yes, he, he did get COVID and, uh, quite seriously, really, but he's now fully recovered.
1: So COVID in the village, and I imagine this is what it might be like in tribal regions throughout South America, as you say, the village scattered, and that's because people are trying to keep away from each other? How does that work?
0: And, and, and trying to get away from the disease, because uh, they've got really no facilities, they've got no hospitals, they've got no doctors, there's no nothing at all they can turn to, and so they've completely scattered from each other to try to avoid uh, any further complications
1: gyro has been on an enforced furlough. Uh, He's now recovered uh, and he's intending to get back into the ministry as soon as he can?
0: Yes. Now, there's been, you know, some forced changes because whereas before he had a base in the village and he was pastoring the church there and then moving out into uh, the interior of the jungle... Now uh, he's he's going to rent a house in a city close by the jungle and go in and out. Well, we would call it fly in and fly out, a very strong Australian term. But he he's going to do it boat in and boat out. Uh, this is to sort of this will have some advantages actually because sanitary is a very big problem in the Amazon. Now, when I was there two years ago, uh, I caught diarrhea very, very quickly because there's no facilities at all. So people go into the bush and for all of their toilet needs and then, uh, well, many of them, of course, don't wash their hands. And so when you're having hospitality with them, you're dealing with a sanitary problem that you're just simply not used to. And so it's very easy to get sick in the Amazon jungle. Now, that has happened to, uh, to Gyro. It happened to myself. And so this moving in and moving out uh, system that's now been forced upon Gyro and his wife means that he'll have uh, better sanitary conditions and uh, I, I will be, it will be better for his health. So it's not only just the COVID that was a problem, but also um, just just the basic conditions of living in the jungle. Well,
1: special honour to your missionary Gyro and his wife uh, for putting themselves out and being in a situation there where they are vulnerable, and especially yes. as you describe those uh, sanitary conditions and challenging yes. times because they've had to postpone the starting of a school in the village there but there's been a lot of good developments that have been going on. Apart from the fact that there's been sickness because of COVID and other issues what are the good things that have been happening in the Amazon villages? Yes you Rod. right,
0: we had to postpone the idea of starting a Christian school, Sandra was going to do that which is a real pity but somehow this is Well, God willing, this will turn for good, we believe. Um, But in spite of the problems that they've had, there have been 60 baptisms. People have been coming to the Lord. They've been hearing the gospel. The word has been preached. It's been well received. The preaching of the word has been very much appreciated. And 60 baptisms have taken place uh, uh, in the lagoon parts of the Amazon River. The Amazon River is very, very dangerous. So, you know, they use the lagoon areas of the river uh, to have the baptism. And that's where they have their daily washings as well. So praise God um, for, you know, the baptisms that have taken place in this way. Now, we're praying and hoping that through those baptisms, churches will be started. That That's the purpose. That, that's the goal of Gyro and Sandra being in the Amazon jungle to start house churches that we would understand, or village churches, churches that meet in the villages themselves.
1: Stephen, how do you describe the spirituality of the people in Amazon jungle villages? Is it aligned with what we might call uh, some level of... uh, uh, animism, that sort of spirituality. How do you describe it? That's as good
0: description as any, Neil, because it is that plus the sort of spiritism that is there is also a very demonic presence uh, in the jungle. There's a lot of fear with people, and of course they see uh, everywhere they go there's that fear of meeting some spirit. And so it's a very challenging ministry and one which Gyro and well particularly Gyro is fitted for because he speaks the language, he knows the culture, he knows the people, and someone like a foreigner like myself, for example, would would be very much out of our depth. So he's the right man. They're the right couple to face um, this very challenging situation.
1: And so far as expansion goes, when gyros back in the village, as you say, boat in, boat out, not FIFO, uh, you're also looking to forge relationships with churches in South America and you've got contact with one in Bogota. How's that working?
0: Well, yes, there's a church in Bogota that wants to send Particularly young people, and to spend time with Gyro and do some on site uh, training and evangelism, training and outreach, and they'll literally learn this ministry in the field itself. Working with Gyro, going out into various tribes, they'll know the language, that's the other good thing about it. So that um, it's good news because Gyro will not be on his own, you know, in the way it has been, and uh, so that will give him a lot of fellowship, give him um, a tremendous sort of uh, opportunity for real discipleship and and what he would call an an evangelistic team.
1: Stephen, let me jump to another country for a quick update here because we've spoken in the past about your mission work in Pakistan where there's yes. a very exploitative practice that's continued for generations. Families living in the brick kilns in Pakistan, yes. their children need to help meet daily quota of bricks and no chance yes. to attend school, and there's something that just enforces a generational poverty there. How is that work going in Pakistan?
0: Do you know, Neil, there's 20,000 brick kilns in Pakistan. It's hard to get your head around it. Around about 100 people would be in one brick kiln. And uh, they have to make, uh, a family has to make 1,500 bricks per day. And if they don't get that quota, it goes on to their debt they're all in debt to the to the brick kiln owner and i'm very pleased to really to be able to report that there are now 40 families that we've been able to release from the brick kilns they're now living in the community they've got a job the children are going to school and the church the evangelical church in pakistan is giving them pastoral care we know of at least 17 families that are now practising Christians. That's a very good story. Now, as well as that, there's been 32 Christian schools that have been established in 32 brick kilns. Uh, You can appreciate that there's so many people in these brick kilns. We can't get them all out as much as we'd love to and so we're establishing Christian schools in the brick kilns. A well, school would be between 26 children up to 40 children, one Christian teacher in, uh, in the school. And so uh, it's a very exciting story because um, this, these, this has long-term implications for the children themselves as well as the next generation when they have families and they have children, and the whole purpose of it is that many Christian people will be established in the faith through these Christian schools. So that's the Christian schools. Then the other thing that's happening in Pakistan, we've now got four mobile medical vans. These are vans that are staffed by volunteer doctors and volunteer nurses that go into the brick kilns, because there's no medical facilities, there's no doctors and no nurses in the brick kilns, these four mobile medical vans minister in this very mobile way to the people uh, in in the brick kilns.
1: Wonderful stuff, and Stephen, honour to you and your team who have put your hand to the plough and got involved in an area of missions and to be able to report these wonderful testimonies uh, where you've got whole families in a never-ending cycle of debt and servitude in those brick kilns. And uh, what you've got is a form of modern slavery that's happening there and you're effectively able to help families get released and freed from that slavery. So uh, wonderful to hear. And with what's going on in the Amazon as well, there might be listeners who will want to connect with you and find out some more about the work you're doing, even pray for you, support your work. Let me give the website, redeemerministries.net. That's Redeemer Ministries. Dot net. Stephen Downey, yes. co-founder of Redeemer Ministries. Stephen, thanks so much for giving us your thoughts and insights. A great update today on 2020.
0: Thank you. It's been very kind of you. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.